The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite, us, uh, invite you today to join us with the Power of Water, Earth's Human Mission, a Healthier Place show. It's a show that quite a long time ago we decided that we're going to spe- uh, discuss power of water and the global crisis of water, but also include, we want you to know, your health every day. When you get out of bed, you begin a day like everybody on this planet begins a day. And during that day, you must learn to take responsibility and a proactiveness of how you can take care of yourself and be proactively excited about that. You are a miracle. It's you. And But the water in your life every day is vital. And without water on the planet, there is no life. And the show is directly about understanding water, what you're going to do to participate with that, and the guest speakers we've had, over 300 guest speakers. 300. We've had Nobel Prize winners. We've had NASA, United Nations. We've been in... Holland, we've been in Sweden, we've been all over the world with our guests. And our guests are the mix, what makes this show special. Now, I personally have been in research for over 30 years, and I'm in, the, in uh, a business and a research center, heading it, founder of one, that specializes in understanding the health and the issues of water and what we must do to every day concern ourselves about water. But when we discuss our health, that is concerning about what we need to learn more about how to live here on this planet with nature. Nature first should always be in your thinking. Today, our special guest, we have Shell Horowitz, who's author, speaker, and entrepreneur, uh, founder of Gorilla Marketing Goes Green. I'm really excited about listening to him and what he can teach us. Our second guest will be Ellen Briggs, who is a food, food consultant, author, founder, has her own radio show with Sally Bird. Uh, they both are concerned about children and their diets, and so am I. So with uh, Shell, uh, going green with entrepreneurship, which I'm all for, we're going to have an exciting show today. And with Ellen and Sally, we're going to learn a lot about what we can do about our diets and influence our children. You know, the life on this earth is changing, and that's okay. Flow with the excitement of earth changes. Discover what is there for you to live every day and and the earth to go on and on and on. So as you're learning about the water crisis on the earth, join in, learn more, study more, go to your website, learn as much as you can. Come to the the Sharon Kleiner Hour. 
Sharon, S-H-A-R-O-N, Kleina, K-L-E-Y-N-E, hour.com. Learn as much as you can about what we and our guests are teaching, like coming into a classroom and learn more with this show. The show is a classroom. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, all-natural method of hold, handheld with just a mist, all-natural tissue culture graded water to supplement the surface of your eyes. Did you know that your eyes are 99% water at the surface? Did you know that eye drops can flood that? Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Shell. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Our special guest today is Shell Horowitz. And I, Shell, are you with us? I am, Sharon. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for joining us, and um, I am very much excited about hearing about uh, Gorilla Marketing Goes Green, and um, I got some ideas about the economy and green also, so tell us about you so our audience can get to know you worldwide, and but also how you got where you're at today thinking that we need to learn to market thinking green. Okay. Well, I have had these two strands in my life going back all the way to the 1970s. One is the environmental advocate and activist, and the other is the marketer. And over the last, I'd say, 12 years or so, I have begun to find ways to really connect those two formerly different parts of me into one coherent whole, somebody who is putting my marketing skills to work to make the planet greener. So Guerrilla Marketing Goes Green came about I had written a book that was published in 2003 called Principled Profit, and I decided it was time to update the book and find a bigger publisher. I had self-published it. And I actually invited Jay Conrad Levinson, who's done all the guerrilla marketing books, to partner with me. Yeah, I, I read about him, and we'll, ask, tell you, we'll later on have you tell us a little bit about him. Okay. And we um, ended up coming out with a book called Guerrilla Marketing Goes Green that was published mm-hmm. this year by mm-hmm. Wiley. Mm-hmm. It's done relatively well. It's uh, been 
making at least an appearance on the Amazon environmental category bestseller list every month but one since publication. Okay, now let's get the audience in with you, uh, sharing with you. You decided long ago that you wanted to get involved with saving lives in this planet with concerns of what is natural. Yeah, you know, all the way back to 1972, I was living in a neighborhood in New York City called Co-op City at that time, and I joined the Co-op City Environmental Action Group. And one of the first things we did, actually, was take on a proposal for a nuclear power plant two miles north of New York City. We didn't think that was a real good idea. And at that time, all we knew about was uh, thermal pollution and, and doing damage to the water, and we didn't know all the other many, many reasons to oppose nuclear power plants. Mm-hmm. But we still we started making a little bit of noise about that, and the utility company, interestingly enough, backed right down. I don't think they wanted us to go too deep and find out just how bad this thing was that they were proposing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we we had the satisfaction of having a victory very very early, and victories are very nice. Uh, <laughs> much yeah. more recently, I'm now living in rural Massachusetts, uh-huh. right next to the Mount Holyoke Range, and 11 years ago, a developer announced that our mountain range was the perfect place to put 40 trophy homes. And I'm like, I don't think so. And then I read further down the article where I saw a number of people who ought to have known better saying, this is terrible, but there's nothing we can do. And now, when you say to me, you can't do something, it's like I'm the bull and you're waving the red cape. It's like, you know, get out of my way. I'll show you how to do it. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Now, I let's get our audience worldwide involved in... <clears throat> the guerrilla marketing side of you, um, and uh, the green. Uh, what have you done uh, to bring to uh, ideas in uh, our country and the world that would be uh, different, uh, um, let's say, businesses or new ideas that could be marketed that would be very green, <clears throat> that could be very exciting for people to think about that maybe they could get involved in some new green businesses, new green ideas, new natural businesses, what is good for life on earth and to make a better place for life. And the globe could become very much a part of this because America is very innovative on these Mm -hmm. things. Yes, we are. And I'll get to that in a second. I just don't want people leaving hanging with the Save the Mountain story. But the the short version of that was that I organized a group that stopped this project. I used everything Mm -hmm. I knew about marketing and everything I used uh, knew about the Mm -hmm. environment. And we had many people who had... Mm -hmm much deeper levels of expertise in some of these questions than I did. And we Mm -hmm. stopped it. We protected that whole parcel. Mm -hmm. So that was very exciting. As far as in a business climate, the nice thing is right now is the opportunity, Sharon. I know. That's why I could already wish to get you going on this. Yeah. You you can start Mm -hmm. a green business now and still have a competitive advantage. In a few years, that competitive advantage won't be there because if you're not green, you won't be in business. People are going to demand it. But, you know, so, can I share something with you, Shell? Sure. Is I look at green as doing something that's natural, nature, nature to the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this outlook on nature has to be first, and then everything else comes right after that. And uh, when somebody is thinking about ideas to get involved in, especially today, Shell, with so many people that are out of work, uh, because of what's manufactured is no longer uh, uh, the jobs are available and many other jobs have been lost into what we call man-made, handheld uh, thinking of products. But if we get into more natural products, more nature, green products, 
it's a, the world is waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe right. that if people like yourself with your background started thinking, okay, we ought to start directing people toward what's available to be in business or new ideas, new invention, new entrepreneurships that they could do that's uh, something to do with nature that could save lives and save the planet. Mm-hmm. Well, as an example, Sharon, there's a man I profile in the book named Amory Lovins. I actually think that um, Obama should have named him Secretary of Energy. Uh, he shows in very green and natural ways how you can kind of harness the Earth's own processes so that, like, in Instead of, let's say, you've got a building and you want to spend $10,000 to save 10% of your energy bill, uh, using the Lovins methodology, you could take that same $10,000 and save maybe 50% of the energy bill just by thinking mm-hmm. differently, thinking more holistically, thinking more naturally about the whole thing. In fact, the whole way I approach business is really kind of using that natural force, if you will. So, for example, in nature, you see a lot of cooperation. You see interspecies cooperation. You see... Sp- cooperation in, inside the same species. And I think we could take a lesson from that and run our businesses in such ways that we cooperate with other businesses, including those... Now, there's something about I have as my 30 years of research is I learned way back in time, Shell, um, that when we got very conscious of this so far back, we made a mistake, though. We weren't thinking about what insulated windows and walls would do to take the moisture out of the air and people could be living with life or death just indoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, forced air heating and cooling uh, to save energy. Uh, then all of a sudden came mass marketing of, of products called chemicals and fabrics and, and our clothing and more. Um, you know, I have this other approach to nature and healthiness and so on. Do we have to go so extreme? Can we heat, hit an ecosystem middle of, of it all to keep it to down the middle knowing that the human life that's living here and all life has to have certain nature to it to live? And if we go too extreme to saving energy or too extreme to... And, I, and I've looked at indoor condition shell as the worst killer hit because of the insulation of, win- of windows and walls. Well, you know, Sharon, you used a key word, and the key word was ecosystem. When yes. you think holistically, when you think systemically, and you start looking yes. at what are the full ramifications of everything that you're doing, yes. then the answers tend to come clear. You know, we had an energy audit on our house not that long ago, and our house was built in 1743. Oh, when my the way goodness. of building houses was very, very different. Oh, I like and the that. energy yeah. auditor said to us, um, you're, you don't want to be sealing up your house too tight because the, the patterns you. are really well designed in your house yeah. for good airflow, yeah. and you'll have problems if you cut that off. And we said, okay, that makes oh, sense Michelle, to us. I'm glad I brought all this up because that is, you know, if we could save lives with the, with the word green, environment, nature's for nature first and whatever, this is why today I was so excited to have you on because you obviously have a passion because you've started years ago too, but you care. And mm-hmm. the thing about it is all of us and everybody cares. Everybody cares. Earth whispers, yeah. uh, this little thing, little whisper is, uh-huh. I know you're going to leave a footprint because that's going to mean you're going to leave something for somebody else and you're going to be immortal because you care about what you're leaving. Mm-hmm. Now, learning more about the uh, entrepreneurships of green. So many times I think, okay, there's things we need to learn to make uh, that could make some money even. I had a fellow who's one of the most famous patent attorneys in the United States, and 
and he, we were talking about certain things that could be filed a patent to protect the person while they're studying. But there's things to do to make things better for our lives that are all natural, sure. like indoors in, inside the house there. And fortunately, you were told your house isn't so airtight. You're going to get a breath of moisture in that house somehow. There are people and uh, living in houses and in buildings, Shell, that are going to work with the most dehydrating. I was in a bank the other day doing some business with uh, one of the officers, and I could hardly wait to get out of that bank. Oh, yeah. The, the, it was a very modern bank. The, the, um, the fans were blowing. Uh, you could even see the, the blinds on the windows moving. And uh, then all of us, but you could tell that bank was so tight that no wonder those people are sick all the time. Because she said, I, I said, um, are you, she's having an allergy. And I said, well, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my gosh, the- your, your building is so airtight. I don't know how you're even breathing. I could hardly wait yeah, to get out of there. I, I, I believe I, that a lot of cases of sick building, building syndrome have to do with not enough air change. But, um, you know, you look at, again, thinking holistically. I just was at the uh, Green Festival in Washington, D.C. I was speaking there, mm-hmm. and I was walking around the show floor when I wasn't speaking, and I, I found these people with a great little entrepreneurial venture. They are uh-huh. producing reusable water bottles with a built-in filter. So uh-huh. what this means is that you don't have to waste three times the water that's in the bottle. You don't have mm-hmm. to generate the petroleum impact of creating the bottle, of filling the bottle, of transporting the bottle. You simply take your water filter with you, and you stick it under a water fountain, you get good, clean water that uh-huh. you can take with you anywhere and use that bottle probably a thousand times. Where did they so find you know, what was the name of it so people could look for that on the web? Um, I can have to go to where my it's business okay. cards we'll, are filed, we'll, we'll follow and I'll up with you. hydro something, and I... Um, I can get that for you in just a well, minute. Because I here. want you and everybody else to drink eight to ten glasses of water a day. And how am I going to do that if they don't know what they're going to get? Save water. <laughs> 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 now, uh, what are some of the environmentally green things that people could be thinking about that might they might be able to study? You study? You mean like in college? No, no, no. Study at home. You know, thanks to the internet, they can come and study a lot about what's going green. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a million websites out there. Of course, I'd hope you'd start with my own Guerrilla Marketing Goes right. com, which is G U E R R I L L A. So two R's, two L's. Mm-hmm. Um, Guerrilla Marketing Goes Green. And you'll see, obviously, a lot of information about the book and also about the special stuff you get with the book if. Mm-hmm. Um, if you order it, whether you order it from me or anywhere else. Amazon, too. Yeah, Amazon, too. At the bottom of the page, there are links to the Amazon page and to other places you can get it. Mm-hmm. Now, when, you're position, when you and, and um, Jay have been uh, out there uh, trying to get people educated, what are some of the directions that you two have been going to try to get people educated about uh, what's going green and the marketing side well, of going green? One of the green? big ones that I been talking about a lot is the idea that being green is not only not expensive, it's often cheaper than the Mm -hmm. alternative. Uh, Mm -hmm. Here it is, Hydros Bottle, H-Y-D-R-O-S. Okay. And they're hydrosbottle.com. Now, we have to take a minute with our sponsor, Shell. Don't go away. We're going to come back, and you're going to teach us. I call this a classroom. So when people come and listen to this show, I want them to walk away thinking they got something that made a life a little better for them, Mm -hmm. to be uh, more proactive. So we're going to be right back, and you're going to give us a classroom of what you've been learning. 
Okay. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with Just a Mist. We'll be right back with Shell. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Shell, tell us a little bit about what you were saying uh, about some of the ways that people could be thinking about what could be cost saving, but maybe. Uh, they could even think about becoming inventors of ideas that a lot of people have not thought about that they individually might have, might just bump onto. Uh, learn uh, every day is a new learning. Sure. Could, like uh, teach us what you think model. that might be there. Um, well, one of the things that you know, in terms of of saving money, is you look at water and how much water the typical American household squanders, and I think we are making a huge mistake with that. I think that in 30 years, our children will be crying out loud saying, you knew this crisis was going to come. Why didn't you start saving water? So little things as simple as when you're brushing your teeth, you wet your toothbrush, you turn the water off, you brush your teeth, you turn it on to rinse for a couple of seconds, you're saving, I don't know, three to seven gallons of water every single time you brush your teeth. Um, you know, we talked before about, about getting off the bottled water thing and still being able to have good, clean, drinkable water. Um, I switched one of the, the clever little green things I did to save money. I've been for several years buying only recycled copy paper, which is not cheap. You know, I'm typically paying 45 to $50 a case, whereas the generic um, non-recycled stuff, the, the really cheap stuff, you can sometimes find for 20 or $25. So... I'm putting some money into my commitment of being green, but by buying a duplexing printer that prints on both sides of the page, I'm using about 40% less paper. So I'm ending up spending about as much on paper as I did in the old days when I used to print on a single side of uh, non-recycled paper than I am to use fully recycled paper and um, print both sides. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of stuff like that you can do, simple things. I, I live in the Northeast. In the Northeast, it's cold in the winter, and I mean cold. Yes. And it's, it can get kind of warm in the summer. Yes. Any Very outlet humid. or switch plate that's on a wall that faces the outside of your house, mm -hmm. there are two things you can do. One of them is to slip in a foam pad um, underneath the plate, 
And the other is if you don't have an actual plug in the outlet, you go to the hardware store and go to the baby department and get the little outlet protectors to keep kids from getting electrocuted by sticking a fork in there. Mm-hmm. And you put that in, and those two things together block an enormous amount of cold air coming through. I mean, when I take that out for, like, if I'm about to put a plug in and it's January, boy, I feel the, I feel the wind. It's cold. So all that cold air is not coming into my house because of these two extremely cheap and simple and quick things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff like that that you can do. Mm-hmm. In oh, terms of putting it in a business context, looking for the business opportunities, again, at this green fair, I saw some wonderful things. I saw a, a booth where there was a vertical garden. It looked kind of like an Italian fountain that you would see in Florence. It was just this little stand-up thing that took about three square feet of space and went up, I don't know, six feet, maybe five feet. And it had like 30 plants growing there. So here's something where you can live in a city, and if you've got a sunny window, you can put one of these things in your house and have fresh vegetables in New York. Well, you know, (laughs) this is interesting that you said that. That was one of my things I was going to bring to you today to think about is entrepreneurs of the world start growing inside your own home. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to have a very large place. Uh, you can have an apartment and get more uh, concerned about your, whole, your health and fresh, vegetable, uh, fresh produce right in your own home. Yeah, you cannot you eat fresh, organic, local produce for, for health benefits. Yeah. I actually, just last night, we put our garden to bed for the year because the first hard frost was coming. And here on Halloween, we still picked, like, between the habaneros and the regular chili peppers, we, we picked about 180 peppers and mm-hmm. a couple of dozen tomatoes. And we've mm-hmm. got a freezer full of stuff from our garden, and we've got a pantry full of stuff that I dried. And oh. what this means is all winter long, we're going to be eating fresh, local, organic produce from our garden, or, you know, fresh when we picked it anyway, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. we did to uh, keep good for the next Well, you heard what what Walmart is going to be doing. Um, in the Wall Street Journal, they mentioned that they're going to start looking for produce grown closer to their stores. Mm-hmm. This is a good and thing. that's a great idea. Uh, you know how much they want to go uh, green. They want in every department something that's natural to be offered to for choices, but back to the rest of the world doing it too. Um, and, you know, Sharon, Walmart is a wonderful example of how the entrepreneurial part of this makes sense because Walmart's DNA is not about going green in the way that, say, Ben & Jerry's is. You know, Walmart's DNA is about huge profits for Walmart, and they have decided that the way to make those huge profits is to go way greener than they were 10, 15 years ago. And they're doing all sorts of initiatives, both in terms of the products they stock and also in terms of their operations. The, uh, the, uh, people, uh, the companies are, and you know something, Shell, um, I'm, almost, I'm 69. You know, way back in time, uh, when all of us were involved in what we were doing to build America and those 50 little states that I call 50 countries to go out and give our states and our cities and our counties an economic independence so they wouldn't have to depend upon the next county, the next state. Well, the challenges they've had through the years with, my, uh, with the businesses, uh, they got away from the beginning of our time. We were into nature. Uh, we were concerning. Then all of a sudden, and I will say to the world, the businesses went to the public stock market. The public stock market is very important to the economy of the world. We know that. But the, the, the drive <clears throat> to make money became if you didn't have, if you weren't making a lot of money as quickly as you could, those portfolio managers 
would not invest in you that day by those trillions of dollars that are coming through those portfolios because of, because of the retirement plans. So what you're saying and I'm saying and the world is saying and Walmart is saying, as you know, we've gone out, we built our base as a company. Fortunately, we're in a position now to start looking at what's going to be there for the rest of our eternity. We want things to be better, more proactive. We want you to be more proactive as a customer. But we want you to know it's there for you, and they will grow into that more commonly thanks to people like you, thanks to us and our show. Yeah, uh, I I'm, I'm into really, water. Uh, you know, I'm also into nutrition. Like Walmart jumping on the green bandwagon, you know, you better be there because, again, if, if you're not going to be green, you're going to be left behind. Or if you, you say you're green and you're caught cheating as a certain oil You know, can I say golf. something about that maybe that's a thought? Uh, very entrepreneurish again. Our country, America, is a very entrepreneurish country. Um, they were the leaders of the world with ideas that might make a better place for the earth to live way before a lot of other people did it. And they went out, they put their money toward it too and their energy through it and to save lives and every, very concerning about uh, safety and, and life and healthiness and leaders. But the one thing that we all should be looking at as America and as a group of people, is what can we do together to help each other to make it better, help it, and then assist it as it goes comes, because that is going to be the future. What mm-hmm. is going to be nature first? In fact, Shell, you are a product of nature. When you came to that delivery room that day, you were the special moment of nature first, and that should be the whole reason of living, the nature side first. And what happened is there became a words and patenting and, and chemistry and more. And then all of a sudden, the people, uh, the companies to make money for those portfolios started moving so quickly, Shell. They left the nature of life behind and got into much more complication, more complexities. Well, because they had to move so quickly to make that they money. Have to come back to it. That if, if you ignore nature, it will come back and bite you. It will, and I think the United States is thinking, um, I was just in Japan and uh, in Tokyo and Osaka and took the bullet train down to Osaka. I couldn't believe how they're trying. Their, their discipline, I'll call it, proactive discipline, is trying to build a country to con- continually think about what's best for the uh, healthiness. And nowhere can you go that isn't spotlessly clean. Uh, there's, you're, you're watching them with their diet. They're, you're watching their every day. And, and I said, what an example for the rest of the world to be thinking about because they proactively work at that discipline every day. Uh, now we in America have 50 little countries uh, that can be working toward that. But now uh, we don't have a lot of time left. I've enjoyed this. Now tell us before we go. Something that is so important that you think that might be something that people should be watching for that's going uh, very entrepreneurish, uh, gorilla green. Hmm. Well, I'd say the, the, the move to look at what really is green and is not. I mean, uh, you know, there are, the, the nuclear power industry tries to pretend it is green, for example. And I can tell you a, a hundred different things, if we had more time, that are wrong with nuclear power from an environmentalist point of view. Uh, you can look at the, the, the whole, you know, you talk about the isolation from nature, and that's a real problem. I, I, a few years ago I went to, of all things, an environmental conference, 
and it was held in North Dartmouth, Massachusetts. I had been to North Dartmouth in the 70s, quiet little farm town, lots of open space. Went back there, and I think it was 2005, and it was all concreted up and full of malls, and it's like, what happened? You know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, how, how did this community get so divorced from the land around it in such a short time? Mm-hmm. And what can we do? Um, I, I think you'll be seeing a lot of integration of movements toward healthy eating, healthy drinking of water, uh, sustainable communities, urban planning that, that emphasizes city center models rather than big suburban sprawl do models. Think, do you think, uh, Shell, Shell, Dad, do you think that, that maybe the water crisis in the United States, in fact, I just got a rebulletin today on front of my desk before the show, the 10 biggest American cities that are running out of water. Now, the schools have tragedy in water, they found, and we're having a tragedy all over the country. Uh, I've had guests head of watersheds all over this country uh, that absolutely saying that, that, that people are not considering America is going to have a problem. And, yeah, and we and know again, that other countries in the world are a too. Lot of, I, I wrote another book, an e-book called um, Painless Green, which has 111 tips to grow green easily and cheaply and you know very simple stuff that people can do. And about... 30, I think, of the tips are about saving water. That's at painlessgreenbook.com. Saving um, water, but also thinking about what we all have to do together to save, to, to make sure that when it comes down, it's not all going out to the ocean, because the ocean's coming up, but our water table for fresh water is, is gone below us now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it used to be higher up in, in the rivers and the, and the streams. Uh, we had more commonly water. Yep. But now it's down in the aquifers, and how? What are we going to do? You've heard of the California crisis. Yeah. Well, They've lost well, millions we and millions of dollars, reverse. probably we billions. We shouldn't let it wait to get to the point where the energy crisis. There we go. There we go. That's where people like yourself are going to be missionary to that. No, I'm very well, missionary I'm, about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's the future. <laughs> is thinking about uh, the future, and can we? They, I have another side of it too, Shell. If we go too aggressive. Sometimes people go, well, I'm not sure about that, and they won't stop and listen to both sides. Everybody should listen to what's available to them to help learn the future. That's called research, evaluation, analysis. So don't go too extreme. Kind of hit the middle. It's kind of like you said about your house. When we decided years ago to save energy way back, all of a sudden came insulation. Insulation is what's killing people. They aren't getting any moisture level that the body must, uh, the organs must have to thrive indoors. And where do you spend more time is indoors. And it sounds like your house is very comfortable, very healthy. Yeah, it is, yeah. 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 I live in a house similar. Uh, it's very old. It's a cabin on a river, but it's long, 1,600 square feet, living on the Rogue River in southern Oregon. Um, the uh, front door is an antique door, and you can see a little bit of air, uh, daylight, uh, it isn't heavily insulated at all, and uh, I don't turn on the air conditioning at all in the summer. People cannot believe it. Well, I say go outside. <laughs> With you in Boston, you get out. You probably can't do that because of the humidity. Okay, well, we're I'm, out of I'm time. I'm half away from Boston. I live actually on a dairy farm in front of a mountain. Okay, well, I was <laughs> just there and stayed in your Hilton downtown in Boston. But it had some meetings. But anyway, right there in front of the water there area. But tell us, uh, we have a moment left. You can tell us where to go find your site. Okay, Gorilla Marketing Goes Green, G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A, MarketingGoesGreen.com. And then the other book was Painless Green Book. All right, Painless Green Book. 
while you tell everyone I said hello and your family, I wish you well. Thank you very much. And thank you for coming on. All righty. Bye. There's so much to learn about all of this, and everybody has their own outlook, and there's, all, there's so many people involved today in proactive education for us. And this show is very exciting for that. And like I said to you, we've had over 300 guests, and absolutely from all over the world, from all walks of life. And we just learned a lot today, but I do believe there's a lot of economy uh, benefits for the economy to learn more about being an entrepreneur, inventor, for what can be environmentally exciting, for what could be uh, nutrition and uh, saving energy and healthy saving energy and so much more. Think about you being an entrepreneur inventor. Don't think you've thought of something that maybe somebody else hasn't thought of or actually went to do it. Think about it. You could become an entrepreneur with the environment. It's wide open, huge developments coming up. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature Sears IMS, and we're going to come back with Ellen and Sally, and we're going to learn about children, one of my favorite things in life. There is nothing, every child is a perfect person. Put a child's heart in your hands and save a life. I have, I'm the founder of the Save a, Life, Save a Life Foundation of Children for Recognizing Melanoma, and I think eating is so important in nutrition every day from birth. We're going to listen to our sponsor, And we'll be right back with Ellen and Sally. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Ellen, are you with us? Hello, Sharon. How are you? Fine. I, I am fine. Thank you. Now, is Sally with us today? Or yes, do we... I am. Sally, how are you? Wonderful. Good. It's nice to have you and Ellen with us. Before we start the show, I want the world to know I said... And I've said this forever, many, many years ago, I am the founder of Save a Child's Life Foundation to recognize melanoma. Uh, we have an enormous amount of money went into children's research for um, melanoma, but I would like to add someday the nutrition and the water of the world. You know there's 5,000 children dying a day because they don't have enough water. And the concerns I've had with my research uh, has been the nutrient. The, the water is the number one 
but number two is what are they eating? Uh, and you're going to hear, be here today to teach us about what you've been doing. Uh, tell us a little bit how you got going on this and where you want to go with it. Well, I, it, it's obviously a long story, and to shorten it up is that Sally and I also have a passion for how children are eating and, and adults as well, and we decided we would focus on children and adults would hopefully follow being they the, do. their parents. They usually do, don't they? <laughs> yes, I mean, that's just that's an, uh, a marketing uh, ploy or, or pattern that well, has been used for years. it's a marketing pattern that's been working for a long time. <laughs> yes, and so, so we, we're following that pattern. And, and I'm so pleased at your emphasis is on water because Sally and I, um, in our book, Are Your Kids Running on Empty?, uh, have um, spent probably write more about water than anything else in that book, and it's a quite comprehensive book. No, Ellen, and did you know there was a saying one time when I ran into it, been studying water for over 35 years, we need water to replace ourselves. Now, the moment we were born and left a pocket of water, we entered into dry beginning. But that's not where right. we were. And I'm glad you right. said that about what you've been talking about. Did you know that there's not a glass of water on the national nutrition chart? Oh, we're fully aware. You know, I know that people no must be there. brilliant, but guess what? They left a lot out, but they left the water out. <laughs> we have what we call the food circles, and uh, instead of the pyramid, you know, they're sort of stuck with that that shape. Unfortunately, we've gone ahead and created circles, uh-huh. and the biggest circle is water because we are mostly made of water. Yes, right. And, and that's what we need to have morning, noon, and night. We say when when children wake up in the morning, moms go in with a little glass of water to say, good for Here, you. good morning, take a couple of sips oh my before gosh. they even get stopped in the day. Oh, my gosh, that's wonderful. Oh, gosh. I, you know, I, I, I'm glad to hear you say that. Now, both of you are very – I've been studying nutrition for a long time, and whenever I say I've been in research and I bring in scientists from all over the world and I study – doesn't mean I know enough, or, but I also know we never know enough. Tell us what you've been learning about children and their diet. Sally, you want to take this? Well, yeah. it's, it's something we, we already knew, uh, but we didn't know how bad it was and how much children did not know. For instance, uh, in the last probably 40 years, children don't even know where milk comes from. If they haven't been raised in a farm or a country setting, a lot of the city children or even children of suburbia think all food just comes from a grocery store. Mm-hmm. They don't know that beef comes from a cow or chicken is from a bird. They are clueless, and, and it's extremely well, sad, you know especially in the younger children. They have become very, because the parents have become very robotic, mm-hmm. they're robotic. Am I wrong? Yes, they they do whatever the media, whatever easier for them to get through the day exactly. or what moms are doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I want to jump in and say that, that the these are children of all walks of life. Some people will think it's just the um, deprived children who don't know where foods come from, that you ask them where beef comes from, they have no, the store. They have no idea, and, and it is all walks of life. I've you know, done I'm this glad you very high-powered private schools as well, and they don't know either. I'm glad you said that because I have an, an outlook on things. I don't want, I don't really like to hear it, but I won't say very often anything at all. But I don't think we should say a, 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 a child who isn't any has a, a lot of conveniences 
is not a, 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 there are comparisons out there with a child who has all kinds of conveniences, opportunities. I don't think people should segregate them. No, I agree. I, that's where I come from. And I think when they get up in the morning and where they begin their day and how we educate yourself, what you're doing, what we're doing, and others, we've had over 300 guests on our show that are the most fabulous people I have ever had, could believe, imagine, to share their lives and their, their, what they're doing and to give back uh, to what they're doing in research. We've had Nobel Prize winners. We've had NASA, the United Nations from uh, countries of the world on here and more. And the children of the world, both of you, should be the priority. I want water to be number one, number one. Uh, that's why I chose years ago to get involved in water research and then the show that they, I was asked if I would do a show, and I said, okay, I, I would love to have a show, but I want it to be the power of water. And, the, and, of course, then we're learning about the water crisis and the wars and what's happening. But children, uh, they're, they're perfect, and they need us. And if we can't figure it out from the moment they're born and stay right with them with some influences, maybe the parent is not always the greatest influence there, but there's other places they can get influence. The doctor's office, the health department, uh, the schools, and more. And what are you both doing to get the this, this schools behind? Because I've read up about what you're both doing. It's magnificent. It should become a proactive uh, vulnerability to people to learn to get to know who you both are. Uh, what are you doing to get people behind this so that people begin more intrigued about how simple this is, but it should become very proactively an everyday discipline. Make sure the child is eating good food. Well, it's, it's a huge, huge job, and, and we would like to have everything up and running full out right now. And as you know, it's a step-by-step process. We've decided to start with the moms and dads that you really need to take responsibility at the home. And uh, if you're not doing it, when, I, when we first started writing this book, the question was, I, I, we did research in schools, we did research among parents, we did a whole different group of research, and we found out that moms and dads would change the diet of their children if it meant they would win a race. But if it meant improved grades or behavior, that was the school's problem. And that was just a huge red flag for me, saying, wait right. a minute, wait a minute. You can't keep pointing your fingers uh-huh. around. It needs to exactly. begin at home. So we really focus Good on you. the moms and dads. We have, uh, we have had in line a few advocacy groups. Uh, one was called Moms Making Noise, which we haven't had time to, pr- to grow into something. We have another one where Body Works is someone else who's a great advocate wants to do, and it's just a question of step-by-step, but we, our first effort is to get the information to the moms and dads. Say, start at home. You cannot control everything that's going around you, but you certainly have an influence on your children, and that's your responsibility. Until they leave home, while they're home, you can, we're here to help you find fast and easier ways to give your children healthier foods that taste good, because that's the issue. It's, it's, well, if it's healthy, it doesn't taste good. It's the perception. Well, it's a challenge to get away from that sugar. Uh, there's yes, something about the nerve endings. I've been, they've, the dental profession asked me to come in and study dry mouth, and there's nerve endings on the tongue. Well, I, I all of a sudden learned why I like chocolate. <laughs> I don't eat very much of it, by the way, both of you, but ever. But the, the sugar, my gosh, what happened to our children and the parents satisfying them with sugar. Yeah, we we 
we know about the sugar thing, and we are trying to limit it as much as possible, but it's in most of the foods they eat. So mm-hmm. we work with Baby Steps, Sharon, because both of us have been in this industry so long, and preaching to people the hard way to go, it's this or nothing, is not the way to reach families. So we go to where they're at, and we slowly (laughs) work with them. Go five days on, you can eat what you want on the weekends. And slowly, you can start to replace foods. As a child gets comfortable with one food, you can start and remove something else. If you do it all at once, nobody's going to do it, the parents or the children. And we found that out you know, by working with people over this last 10 years. Now, there's some things I wanted to get into, and I would like to have you both on again, if you would, Ellen Sally, because I think this is a world message here coming, and um, we need more time. Uh, something I was going to ask you today, have you been running into more children n- needing gluten-free food? Yes. Oh, yes, that's, uh, that's everywhere. Sally, I bet, go, you go ahead with this one. Well, the gluten-free issue, it's... It, is increasing, uh, yes, gluten-free, the full celiac sprue is a genetic autoimmune issue. However, with the inclusion of three types of wheat in almost everything America eats these days over the last 50, 60 years, people are developing inflammatory diseases that they didn't get until midlife or older. Now we see it in children. children right. And it, it's, it's really wheat with this high, abnormally high gluten now what is, level. What is it, what are parents that are listening and individuals listening, what is the symptom of a child that they haven't tested it for? What might be the symptom? What is causing it? What is, are some of the... One of the number one symptoms if your child is anemic. It's usually dairy or wheat. Okay. That's first. Uh, the next, they could have upset stomachs. They could have chronic diarrhea, get sick, swollen eyes, get hives, itchiness, okay. cranky. There we go. Swings, yeah. Okay, we have another one that's coming up. Uh, I'm going to grab on to two more. Uh, children that are allergic to peanuts. That is becoming also more common than I was shocked. I was shocked. Uh, what are you learning more about that? Well, with peanuts... If the immune system is strong, the kids may not, even if they're susceptible to a food sensitivity, may not get it full-blown. What I think is happening is their immunes are so depressed, they're actually more sensitive to some of these other issues than they would have been if they were not eating so much sugar, artificial dyes, there and flavorings. Okay. The other one is children, uh, they're finding more children are diabetic. Um, what do you think is this, what is happening here? Uh, what, how, what do people do to, if they have no idea and they don't even want to admit, my child might have, uh, be diabetic, but I, I'll put it off going to the doctor to find out. Uh, what are some of the symptoms there? Well, the symptoms, uh, frequent urination, mm-hmm. uh, inflammation, they get hurt joints just like an older person would, distended stomachs, foggy brain is a big one. They can't concentrate and they may be labeled ADD or ADHD, but really it's a brain inflammation caused mostly by the carbohydrates they're probably eating and the sugar. Now we're back to the food. Yeah. Uh, That's where I'm coming from. Uh, And I'd love to have a whole show for this sometime if you both would. I think that nutrition has got to change on this earth. We've got to learn to live with the earth. And the nature of well, our lives, look what's happening to our, in instance, of these children, these new baby born. I'm saying it's a dehydration symptom because the moment you were born, you began a dehydration that has not been studied 
by in, individually. Uh, no two eyes alike, no two skins alike, and, uh, and your, no two fingerprints alike. Nutrition is vital to everyday life for a young, the brand new baby, the toddler, going to school, and more. They need from that moment on a birth to learn how they're going to eat. But we have to learn. Maybe that person who was born cannot eat what everybody in the family is eating. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing that we keep on repeating over and over and over, which is, is, is seems so basic, but there is a disconnect uh, in the minds of most people between what they eat and what's going on inside their body. I think it's because they can't hear anything going on or feel anything until something goes wrong. But there is a a gazillion things going on every living second in the human body. So everything you eat, everything you put in your mouth, you chew, you swallow, your body begins to work with has a positive or negative reaction somewhere in there. We only have a minute left. And what is the secret to some of these quickly uh, nutrition I know you're going to probably say fresh raw vegetables and fruits and and all, but let's say let's just give us a uh, where to go to find you on the web. What is your website? It's www.kidcritics.com. I'll spell that K-I-D-K-R-I-T-I-C-S dot com. Kidcritics with an S dot com. And you've got books out, and I'm, I would like to find a way to get some books for, for myself to hand out as gifts to people. I think oh, you've yeah. got Well, just email me and, and we'll work that out for you. And, and, and everything is available on the website. Okay. It's also Barnes & Noble and um, Amazon. Okay. I want to thank you both for what you're doing, and I would like to have a whole show for this sometime, and we'll have our program director find out what time you have available. This is the future as eating right. Exactly. And, and thank you for being be on with us, Sally, today and Ellen. Thank you, Sharon. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. I have said from the moment I started this show, that nature has to be first. And nature of you, the nature of your life, and the concerning of other people around you is how you eat, drinking enough water, concerning yourself with the nature of our planet. I want you to know that I've always appreciated our audience from around the world and the guests that we have on. And, and where we're going to, what we're going to try to do with this as time goes on, to bring people to us and move out and be more proactive to join together with research together. Earth does have a secret. Embrace your life every precious moment, and I know when you do that, you're going to look at the nature of who you are. But Earth is whispering. Never say goodbye, because if you don't say goodbye, you will become immortal and leave something behind. That message from you, because you are special. I want to thank you for listening and our special guests again today. You have a nice day and be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. 